Hey guys, it's the Spongeworthy Podcast. My name is Daryl Williams. And I'm Zach Hillman. And today we are talking about Season 5, Episode 6, The Lip Reader. And our guest is the delightful and hilarious Lonnie Silverling. Hello, I'm a lip reader. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> uh, as we always like to learn facts about our, our guest's hidden talents. And yes. uh, you guys can stick around for the theme song. Sponge worthy? She said I wasn't sponge worthy. Yes, I think I'm sponge worthy. I think I'm very sponge worthy. Sponge worthy? The sponge worthy podcast. Sponge worthy. Okay, we're back with Lonnie Silverling. How are you doing since Tuesday's episode? Uh, I'm doing good. It was really <laughs> exciting. Yeah. Uh, I've had a big week. Right, right. <laughs> a lot has happened in those two days, guys. Yeah. He's uh he's not a godfather anymore. <laughs> nope. Working on a one man show about it called Briss is it. And uh <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I stretched my I bow flexed my circumcision back out. I'm oh, hey, nice. I'm full uncut cool. again. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> if you ever watch how to with John Wilson, <laughs> there's this great scene where the guy he plays um have you ever seen a tap board? It's it's like a cross between a guitar and a piano that you play by tapping the strings. Okay. Right. And he wrote a whole album about reclaiming your foreskin. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's... Yes. Kanye West is going to sample that for sure. It's a very I good show. A gold digger, but she ain't messing with no foreskinners. Um, and... <laughs> uh... <laughs> So yeah, let's talk about the the lip reader, guys. Yeah, uh, of course, guys. I think now this episode, one I I want to say gets on a lot of top ten lists. Yes, um, we we have a little bit of uh, stand up talk about uh, professional tennis shushing. Yeah, um, this is an interesting concept. Like what sports you can talk at, what sports you can't talk at, because it like, is interesting. A lot of uh, cultural things too, a like ball game. You know, <laughs> like. In Japan, it's very like customary to not cheer. Like if you watch the uh, Buster Douglas uh, Mike Tyson fight that was over in Japan, the whole time like nobody's cheering, and you're like, this would not be the same way in Vegas or at the Taj Mahal or whatever. Like nobody's gonna like in America. It's like yeah, that the whole point of it is like the whole audience spectacle. You're gonna hear everything. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I, but I wouldn't expect to see someone like cheering at a chess match, you know, at the I same agree. time. It's, I don't know. It's almost <laughs> like if you have an instrument that you use to hit the ball, that's where I think <laughs> the cheering ends. Mm, mm. Like if you're playing pool or, or snooker as it's called in here, right. Right. Uh, <laughs> or if you're playing uh, golf or tennis, then right. like nobody cheers dead silence but yeah if if you're physically touching the ball with your hands that's when people are allowed to cheer it seems maybe it's a team sport type of thing where it's like if it's an individual like shut up let them do it but if it's a team you're like yeah we can root on the team like everybody's involved what about tennis doubles well i guess maybe <laughs> hmm 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 <laughs> I think my uh, my my cudgel argument holds a little weight here, Derek. Right. 
Uh, I, I forgot about how much people cheer on uh, synchronized swimming. <laughs> <laughs> it's, true, but, though. it's true. I mean, I do like the premise. I mean, it, I think it's also one of these premises that's just it's for the show. I don't think he had a tennis bit earlier in his in his act. He does the scoring bit too, which we've all right. thought of the score. Yeah, thing. we've all thought like it's yeah the whole forty love like what I don't know. Yeah, British call girl. Yeah, it was it's great. Yeah, you get one point, you got fifteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that'll be thirty love. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, it's, it's good to start out the show for sure. Yeah, passable passable stand up material for the show. I think right. Would get barely a laugh at an open mic. Yeah, it would not. No, no. I guarantee you if I did this joke verbatim, people would be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. But like, I mean, hack. But being <laughs> so hack, being at a club is different because the audience yes. are hacked too. Right. Yes. They right. want basic bitch right. stuff. I mean, right away. They yeah. want to laugh at like, you know, mundane stuff for sure. Yeah. And I, I'm like, I mean, even if like Seinfeld incorporated this into his act now, it's like people are paying to see Seinfeld and they want to see him talk. They would about laugh. Asinine stuff. They would probably. Right. right. Oh, just the right. second he said like, you know, and the scoring in tennis, you know, people would start elbowing their, oh, their right. friend. Of like, oh, here we go. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I could see this like being a good bit, like for a corporate event, especially if it was yeah. for like, you know, like the Wilson tennis company or something. Sure. <laughs> Got any uh, material about uh, tennis or balls or courts? Or right, sport? like Spalding. Yeah, is like yeah. wow, Spalding. What? <laughs> My balls aren't Spalding. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> they are full of hair. Um. Anyway, yeah. They, George and Jerry, uh, after the stand-up bit, they're hanging out at a tennis match. Mm. Uh, apparently, they're big tennis fans in this one episode. <laughs> I mean, yeah, tennis is fun to watch. Kind of. They got good seats. They do have good seats. Um, they're putting on sunscreen. Um, George is like, oh man, there's no Pabba. Pabba was I need a big Pabba thing. free. Yeah, yeah, I need Pabba free. All you got is SPF 25. Yeah. Like- you know, no joke, my uh, grandfather is allergic to Pabba, and there were a few times on vacations he would put sunscreen on and he would totally break out in these huge blisters. And like it would be like third degree burns on his like arms, and it, it it's sucked. Man, that that really. Sucked. So yeah, Pabba's a real thing, guys. Nobody wants Pabba anymore. But like, okay, so we don't figure out until later that they're not just at like a tennis match; they're at the U.S. Open. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> they don't right. mention. They don't mention right. that at the beginning of the episode for nope. some reason. Um, until nope. like they do the TV, uh, play by play stuff, but um. Yeah, so he's going and buying sunscreen at the U.S. Open, which I assume yeah. costs like fifty fucking bucks because right. <laughs> totally, like this is the preeminent tournament <laughs> in all of America. Like, yeah, sure. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, the, a little bit out of character for George to not have his own sunscreen. He does have a hat, though. He does have a hat. Yes, he is prepared. He is prepared in that sense. Um, we also have um, George talking about he's going to bring his new uh, girlfriend, Gwen, to Todd's party because uh, Todd introduced Gwen and George. So he's he's now bringing her to the party. Jerry's like, oh, you're going to bring her to a party and you guys just started dating. Hmm. Um, I don't think that's necessarily a bad move. 
I don't know. It it feels like you put it in a pressure cooker, basically. Like, oh yeah, we're gonna be yeah. hanging out at the party the whole time. We'll really get to know each other. You'll get to see me around my friends, and you know right. how they relate to me. Yeah, exactly. Very intimate. I mean, I like the idea too. If 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 they both know Todd, uh, mm-hmm. why not? Like, yeah, like Todd's throwing a party. You like him. I like him. Let's go together. Yeah, I mean, I I see how it could go awry, though, if yes. the person is like, oh, my God, two hours of being alone with you, I can't stand you anymore. I mean, you either are going to know quickly, like, oh, I have a shot with this woman, or maybe it's not meant to be. Yeah, but things like that, I'm always kind of like, well, I'd rather find out now than like six months down the road. Totally. That, like, you know, I don't want to spend two hours with you. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, well, she's know. dating George in the first place. So, yeah. She's Got willing it. to put up with a lot. Yes. That's yes. <laughs> <laughs> she's desperate. For some reason, she has she's fallen on a hard times. We also have like him going over to the like snack sedan or whatever. And he starts to like or like mm. um, we also we first we introduce the uh the BL, the beautiful lines woman. Right, yes. of course. Uh, that Jerry just becomes uh fascinated with to the <laughs> Of course, because he's always like Jerry is classic. Like this whole series is about like, how can I get laid? What girl is yeah. around that is like <laughs> fucking able, but he, he, he falls for her, like a character in like a Greek mythology or yes. something like he's yeah. fixated. And it's all he can imagine. Seen, he's very I've like, never seen a woman beautiful, more yeah. beautiful than her. What light through yonder tennis court breaks and it's like, <laughs> yeah yeah right oh okay Jerry he's just yeah. like very smitten all of a sudden you know he's yeah. not watching the right. tennis match at all Monica Seles is playing yeah, <laughs> or he, yeah. he don't care he does not care yeah and, and, and we don't know this yet but uh, that the uh, ball girl is played by a very uh, big guest star very uh, yeah yes I don't know how famous she was at this point but yeah she's definitely a big name. Um, I think this was the first thing I ever noticed her on. (laughs) Yeah. Emphasis on deaf. Yeah. Yes. Definitely notice her. Yeah. (laughs) But after this, I, for the rest of my life, I was like, oh, there's the girl from Seinfeld. Like you always saw her. Right. That's what I identified her as. That's interesting because I I wonder if uh, she definitely gets recognized by Seinfeld now. I don't think so. I think a lot of people were like, no, I know her from dancing with the stars or. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was like the first um, big actress to like play her disability. Right. 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 Like before that, it was just like, oh, yeah, we'll get, uh, you know, we'll get Marilyn Monroe to pretend that she's a right teller or whatever, you know, (laughs) like, yes, like just the most famous person we can get. And then Marley Matlin kind of like changed the game on that. And I know, I know that there's been some like big woke conversations that we don't really have to broach the subject right, here right. of like, Hey, should, uh, you know, should Patrick Stewart really be playing a character that's bound to a wheelchair? <laughs> right. Is he right. really the best professor X you could get? And it's like, come <laughs> right. How could he know? Oh. I, well, there's, um, there's a guy from the kid from breaking bad mm-hmm. actually has, uh, whatever a, a version of what he has in the, the show yeah i mean um all those american horror stories they they have that uh actress who actually has down syndrome right uh, i mean that whole uh season freaks they just use people that really had like hydrocephalitis and like all sorts of uh right. stuff. if uh ryan murphy or somebody else like on in hollywood wants to call them freaks and give them a lot of money 
good on them. <laughs> yeah, they'll take it. Dude, I'm sure they're I'm sure they're like, yeah, because I no one will consider me for regular acting gigs. Right. Please. I need, right. I need I need a down payment for a house, Ryan Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have a little a lot of little people friends and uh, a part of them are like kind of on board with the whole like, you know, um, Peter Dinklage, like, hey, we should be represented in like more movies than like just leprechauns and like, yeah. you know other things Dwarves. like mint munchkins and stuff but then like a lot of little people that i know are like dude that's all the jobs i get and it's awesome like yeah i don't mind being a jawa because star wars pays a shitload of money i'm sure there's a bunch of them too that are like i wish peter dinklage would die so some of the rest of us could get jobs yeah <laughs> and they don't want they don't want someone taking you know they don't want a tall person taking the job like dorf do you remember that one right right exactly or like in the new reboot of willy wonka like it was like a cg like oompa loompa how do they yeah know? How do they feel about Danny DeVito? Because I know he technically like qualifies right. as a as a dwarf or a little person just because he's so short, but he's not. Right. I, I, I'm struggling. I mean, there's there's different her. types of uh, dwarfism out there. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't feel uh, qualified to to comment anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we should just cut our. <laughs> yeah, not- please. Can we? <laughs> <laughs> So she's deaf, obviously, but we are uh, we don't know that yet because uh, they haven't interacted. But then we cut to uh, Elaine and she's hanging out in a, a car or a chauffeur. And uh, she pretends to be deaf because she doesn't want to talk to the guy that's driving. Well, she she first has this whole conversation with her coworker where she's like, oh, I have to take a car service because the freeway is shut down. Right. And uh, I hate talking to them. And yeah. Um, then we go to the scene where George is eating like the most decadent. Right. <laughs> fucking right. Gibson girl. He's just like, fucking, like my life. he's tearing into this uh, Sunday. Like he just <laughs> literally like if he was, uh, you know, given Susan this treatment or given like any of his girlfriends this treatment uh they would have been satisfied big time i i just want someone who will look at me the way that george looked at that sunday right <laughs> i want it's like it's his drug power me the way that george right. powered that sunday he's all talking about like you know how he, there was no napkins or it was the the ball game or the ballparks uh problem or like they're they're to blame like they didn't have a, a, a adequate enough of uh napkins and you're like what the fuck like dude how could you have not felt that all over your mouth yeah but so, at this point it's not on his mouth yet right like he, he's just digging into it yeah it's yeah not we till... see him like starting to eat and then we cut to uh kramer watching the u.s open coverage right. Right, in jerry's apartment because we didn't feel like paying for building a set for Kramer's apartment. Um, well, also it, it tracks that Kramer wouldn't want to pay for like this, like, you know, cable access or whatever. It, like it tracks that rich bitch. Jerry has the premium access cable. And he was right. like, yeah, yeah. watch it in my apartment, whatever. And um, so, yeah, Kramer's watching. And then they cut to the footage of George, you know, being a, being a little uh, pig and shit with his mm-hmm. ice cream sundae. And, uh, <laughs> And uh, oh, all over his face, and the everywhere. announcers are like kind of like making fun of him. 
By the way, one of them is Larry David. Oh, yeah. Um, because one of the announcers, of course. Yeah. Oh yeah, Larry David does not pass up a chance to give himself a second paycheck. We've established that numerous times on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, he always does voiceover stuff. He never is like on camera. Very rarely. There's a couple times, like uh, maybe season six, where he plays like a newspaper stand attendee and like right. something, something right. real fit. Um. <laughs> take a job away from another actor I know. So, and so he's they're commenting they're like oh he's really loving that sunday mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. watch him tear into that thing squeal piggy squeal you know and then like, <laughs> which and he has a full goatee of chocolate Every, like how could yeah. you not how could an adult human ever do that he looks and, like a little rascal so a toddler yes chocolate ice cream is what he looks like right like, <laughs> <laughs> and the so really then good. after that, um, <clears throat> we get like, um, do we cut back to Elaine or do we? Uh... Elaine in the car service yeah, right. and um, the guy's like, uh, he's a he's a real loud piece of shit. Um, and he's yeah. like, ah, oh, pennant. So that's uh, publishing. You know what I like? Word jumbles. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> do you publish word jumbles? Oh, right. my God. Right. I would not want to be in those conversation either. I totally... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it's so it's a, it's fitting now because like the same thing happens now with Uber. And, of course, yeah. you know, like we, we all do that now. There's an option now that you can you can actually choose for your Uber driver to not talk to you. You know, I um I actually this this is so coincidental. I had a hard of hearing Uber driver one time, and he had um he had a sign on his dashboard that says. Hi, I'm hard of it's like LED letters going by. Right. And it's like, hi, I'm hard of hearing. Um, you can feel free to talk freely. Uh, if you ask me questions and I don't answer, I'm not being rude. I just probably can't see your lips moving. Like, right. Oh, that's great. He might yeah. not even be hard of no, hearing. No, he probably that's won't just, be. Dude. Because uh, most now most I have my doubts. Are, <laughs> yeah. I think he's just an asshole. Like, yeah. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I think if you can't hear, uh, you don't get a license. Like, you're not able to drive. Well, but he didn't say he was deaf. He said he was <clears throat> of hearing. Right. Right. You can be hearing impaired and get, get a license. Of course. Your sirens and stuff. But as long as you have like hearing aids too or whatever, like, you know, some, you know, able or some devices that help you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also feel like, yeah, he was definitely doing that so people wouldn't talk to him. He was like, my life is already shitty enough. I'm driving Uber. Mm-hmm. Just don't talk to me. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of people. I, I've had a lot of chatty uh, Uber drivers for sure. And like at first you're like, cool. Like, I don't mind like the little like, you know, five, 10 minute lo- little banter. Mm-hmm. But like once he starts getting into like, what do you do for a living? What do you do? Oh, blah, yeah. blah, blah. it's like, ah, oh, no. Yeah. You end up, like, yeah. No check out my soundcloud link you know like it's like yeah <laughs> <laughs> nah dude that's not right. this is it i'm playing it right now yeah <laughs> and yeah like and god forbid you tell them like you do stand up because then they'll they'll totally be like oh shit what i have 10 more questions you tell jokes like, about uh, black people and it's like ah damn it no <laughs> this is terrible mm-hmm. uh, i mean I, I guess it passes the time but even as a driver too i'd still be like you want to listen to some music cool i'm like you're you're performing a professional service it's we don't have to talk beyond like hi thank you bye right. you know it's cool i mean I've also had some like really friendly people and it's like, oh, this is cool because like I'm autistic as fuck and kind of weird. So like I don't 
I don't get brought into a lot of conversations in the first place. Mm. You know, I mean, it, it's just on a case by case scenario, you know? Yeah. I've had some, I've had a few really fun chats, but yes, right. mm-hmm. AirPods on <laughs> eyes I feel closed. Like if, if it was, if it's just me and the driver, that's one thing, but like, I've had some, fun rides where it's like me and like a uber pool where it's like he's picking up three other people and we're all going to like you know the same place or like you know a rams game or whatever so of course everybody's just like yeah rams fans hell yeah let's sure. do this like there's a different vibe then but like for the most part it's like uh nope everybody's just in their phones yeah i know for sure and uh we uh elaine says that she's going deaf and she can't hear him uh and he says oh you should try hearing aids which is like just like the fucking dumbest pitch to like yeah have you heard of this (laughs) hearing aid person who's going hard of hearing uh and then then she says am i fearing aids yeah i guess so right right (laughs) he's like oh you're fearing aids have you heard about these things called condoms yeah, <laughs> that's I mean, great. I also noticed that the whole time the the driver is looking just in the rear view. Like he's not watching the road at oh, all. Right. The whole scene. Right. No, it's one of those classic TV like, oh, you're just sitting in a car that's stationary with the hands with just kind of wiggling, you know, wiggling, and you're like, <laughs> what kind of bumpy road is this? Like, yeah. How many swerves are there on yeah, this? Always oh, correcting. This is in the middle of Manhattan. <laughs> it's just, it's like going. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah, fucking Giuliani, get on this fucking road construction. God damn. And he hasn't looked at the road once during the whole conversation. Nope. nope. Good. But then uh yeah, so then we cut back to Jerry, and then he's like finally like wanting to talk to the ball girl. He's like, Yeah, yeah I'm gonna talk to her, and then like George is like, don't leave me behind, man. Right. (laughs) What are you going to say to her? And he's like, I'll just say hi. And he's like, yeah, right. That's going to work. Better opener than hi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, George also has flip up glasses in this scene, which is so cool. (laughs) Did any of you ever have those? I've never had those. Yeah. I mean, you don't wear glasses. No, I don't wear glasses. I guess, I guess that's why you would have those. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had a guest without glasses. Now that I think about it. Oh, yeah, good for you, man. Drink a lot yeah, of mean, I've worn glasses What's your since secret? I was like <laughs> <laughs> I've worn glasses since 23 and I've never never been that dude that like wore the like flip-ups. Never. No, but I always no. thought they were cool. It's a big step to make yeah. that. My uh my father-in-law has those transition lenses where they uh, yes. they yeah. turn dark outside and he's always just like tripping as soon as he walks in the door yeah (laughs) Yeah. i had transitions for a while too and it was the same thing where it's like they're cool but but like it takes like a good 15 minutes to like acclimate between like light and dark areas 15 minutes that is a slow refresh rate (laughs) it's a slow transition like they're not like oh i mean i'm sure they're faster now but like back when i got them in the 90s it you was like a very slow transition version. You you bought yours on a street corner, probably. <laughs> we'll change in fifteen minutes, or mm-hmm. <laughs> or your ruples back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Vladimir was a good salesman, all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we have. Yeah. <laughs> so Jerry goes up to the uh, 
the girl and then he's all like talking to her and she's like kind of not responding because clearly she's deaf yeah. and he's like what the fuck oh yeah obviously you're too good for me you think you're fucking hot shit like you ain't nothing he's so confident with yeah, his so like, irate anger mm-hmm. like oh this girl's not giving me the time of day she doesn't want to just fuck me right off the bat like yeah, yeah. this like proves that jerry has not crossed the line into confident dude territory because he's he's like not able to just shake it off he's like oh yeah you think you're better than me how uh, dare you yeah it's real red pill real quick he definitely is like oh are you deaf and she's like "Uh, yes bingo yeah it's great he's definitely like oh my bad but also still like is like in then like he's still yeah the next scene he's like oh i just dated her (laughs) marley matlin didn't actually hear what he was saying Um, oh right yeah we also um i think we skipped over there was a scene where we cut back to elaine she overhears the um the driver being like oh hey yeah you got to go pick up tom hanks right of course tom hanks i love tom hanks and blows her cover right Uh, Right. I think that's the thing. We cut to that after the ball girl scene. So we have this like back and forth between the tennis and uh, Elaine. And then, yeah, so she blows her cover. And then um, we go back to uh, Jerry's apartment. He's talking to George about like, yeah, she's deaf and it's going to be cool. Kramer says, oh, yeah, I know how to sign because uh, uh, his cousin or something was right. deaf. Um, right. And- I think he starts he starts signing right away, but mm-hmm. I feel right. like just looking at Kramer, you can tell like, dude, your ASL is bullshit. Like, you don't <laughs> know what you're doing. I'm a hundred percent sure that you're mm-hmm. fucking making this mm-hmm. up right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, and then he also starts telling them that he wants to be a ball boy, or he's like, dude, I'm I'm gonna I'm a gonna try man. out. Like, I'm gonna be a ball man. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry's clearly he's like a ball what? barrier. <laughs> Paul <laughs> barrier was great great verbiage <laughs> yeah <laughs> the writer's part um and then um elaine she also uh she wants to make it up to the driver so jerry pitches oh yeah you should talk to kramer's friend who has a ticket hookup yeah he can get you great yeah. to a rock concert or something right right um which is weird that they this is the first time it's coming up i feel like if they had this <laughs> I would use it all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I yeah, would totally I'll use this. Slapped in at MSG. Duh. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> so, and yeah. then we, yeah. So then um, we have uh, George uh, now talking to his ex girlfriend or soon to be ex. Um, and they're on the phone and uh, she's basically oh, saying like, oh, no, they're in real monks. person. They're, yeah, they're, they're monks. monks. Yeah. Right. And she's like, it's not you. It's me. And then George right. has this whole ego trip of like, don't do that. I invented it's not you. It's right. Me. And then he makes my life like reverse engineers <laughs> dumping her. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, right, right. It's a magical moment. <laughs> Have you guys ever used that? The it's not you. It's me. I was going to say some shit like that. I'd just be like. Yeah, I'm not into this anymore. Yeah. I don't like you. Yeah, it's clearly me <laughs> by my terrible behavior. Yeah. I feel like it, it should always like uh, clearly with... me because my standards are higher than you can meet. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> there needs to be one more sentence. It's like, it's not you. It's me. I don't like you. Yeah. yeah. 
it's me not liking you. Yeah. Didn't see the semicolon. <laughs> I just completed the thought. Um, but uh yeah, she's clearly like, yeah, I'm over it. And he's like, but why? And he doesn't know clearly because uh she saw him on the Jobotron yeah. or whatever or on the TV. Yeah, when he's debriefing with Jerry later, Kramer comes in and he's like, Oh, I saw you on TV, you you piggly little fucking like, <laughs> <right>? yeah <laughs> yeah and kramer is like yeah you were really going at it this and, this uh, episode also could have been called the pig man um right this, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. um so we uh we have this whole um existential conversation where um they talk about like who should be allowed to go to todd's party um uh, right and jerry the it, breakup like, etiquette yeah. yeah, is it the dumper or the dumpy that gets to go, and then to a neutral oh, party, right? Yeah, right. And, which uh, is a very legitimate question. I feel like this is something a lot of people could relate to. Elaine has this uh, alternative model where she's like, "You see, in my mind, George is the loser, and she's the victor." And to the right. victor goes the spot. <laughs> she burns him and then just walks out. Right? No, right. <laughs> that was so cold blooded. And then, yeah. of course, like Jerry's trying to like you know comfort or like defend like Jer- George and say like, "No, it's 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 the dumper or the dumpy. Like they're the one that should like you know." get to they gotta uh, they gotta mingle they gotta go yeah. back out and see the world right, right. they gotta move on like this yeah. is their only way yeah. is this is this where uh where elaine was saying that she makes the freaks feel good yes where <laughs> she was talking about how, like she's so like sweet to everyone mm-hmm. that she when she sees freaks she she looks at them in the eye because mm-hmm. she she yeah. makes she makes oh, them yeah. feel good she doesn't want to look away because she doesn't want them to be treated differently (laughs) (laughs) it feels like something larry david does and would talk about also definitely like i'm so magnanimous that i'll even look at a total weirdo (laughs) (laughs) so um george uh basically then invites himself out on laura and jerry's date sorry uh, right Marley Matlin's character is Laura. I don't know if we mentioned that. Right. No. Okay. No, not uh, yet. The ball girl is Laura. We've just yeah. been calling her Marley. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing, though, that he asks himself out. Like, imagine if your friend was like, I'm going on a date, a first date with a deaf woman. Right. And you'd be like, can I, I, can I go on that date with you? Right, right. Well, it was kind of like a George way, too, because he was like, well, I don't want to impose, but well, yeah. where would we where be? Where are you going? going? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the next scene is they're out, right? right. <laughs> Just cuts to yes. them together. Yes. Yeah. And I do love this restaurant scene too. Uh, they start so quickly good. realizing that uh, she she notices uh, another couple across the way and uh, she's reading their lips and they realize like, oh, she's a lip reader. Like, this is awesome. And they do this, uh, they do this big uh, bit of physical comedy, which is pretty great, where they're just like rubbing their nose or their white right. their lips. Or they're that, trying to like, cover their mouth nostril. while they're talking. Yeah. <laughs> and it and it's so great. And then they're like, uh, Jerry, just ask her. And he's like, Hey, would you be open? And she's like, I'll do it. And it's yeah. like, <laughs> she really, knew the whole time what they're talking time. about. <laughs> this this is like this just speaks to the quality of her lip reading capability. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, we find out later it has uh, flaws, but at this point, right. it seems 
airtight. And by the way, also she, when the reason she saw that they were fighting is because they said, Oh, what are they saying? And George gets all excited. And, and she said, they said, it's not you. It's me. Yeah. 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 So right, right. Already right. George is, is getting upset now that it's being <laughs> co-opted. Yeah. <laughs> but then after the restaurant, um, we have Jerry dropping off uh, Laura and then like, he starts talking about like, oh, I'll pick you up at six, all this stuff. And uh, she thinks six? Yeah, she thinks he's like, saying sex. Six, yeah. Six great. Isn't six, six is great? good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have a problem with six? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> she gets I like anal six. And yeah, exactly. They uh, they lean pretty hard into this joke. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the audience, they telegraph it to the audience. But Jerry doesn't get it. Of course. Right way. Um, we never yeah. get a scene where uh, they clear it up together. But there's a real quick like, oh, yeah, she thought I said sex but i said six and right they quickly go like oh yeah but we're cool still yeah like we've made up really quick they probably shot that and then cut it out they they were just like for sure yeah we're like no we can just say it in two lines fine um right but our but our next scene is actually uh it's kramer trying out for the ball boy and uh right these uh these preppy teenagers being like you think you can keep up old man (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) he's getting hate right away and he's but he's also clearly uh you know being awesome doing like everything that a ball boy would do he's trying to yeah he's trying to break the barrier mm-hmm. yeah. but this teenager he's like a villain from uh better off dead and he's like <laughs> yeah. yeah well you can't keep up with us country club elites you know <laughs> yeah very, very it's Sosha's greasers <laughs> the privileged group of boys yeah yeah here at the at the u.s open <laughs> But then, yeah, we cut back to Jerry's apartment. They're like, you know, uh, that's where we get the them making up. And then Newman shows up. It's like, I got to borrow your your lip reader, Jerry. I heard like the word is out throughout the whole neighborhood. Yeah. That Jerry has a lip reader for a tire. This feels like so <laughs> like insensitive. I know they wouldn't have cared about that in the 90s. Everyone's just like, hey, bring your parlor trick over. I need her. Right, for- right. <laughs> Right, she's a nefarious end. Yeah, exactly. And like, no one has a problem with this except Jerry. Right. Hey guys, this is a woman that I'm actually trying to date. But it's less about her dignity and more about like then he'd have to like take her to other places. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm sure Jerry doesn't want to do any favors for fucking Newman. You know, no. <laughs> yeah. So Newman just like uh, he says no to Newman, and then Newman just kind of backs out and gets really red and is just like. You'll feel this, or he's just like you'll pay one day. So, yeah, we, mm-hmm. control the mail. You control information. <laughs> yes, which uh, is not really true anymore. But uh, <laughs> was at that time. Oh man, we had that Louis DeJoy scare a couple years ago. That was right? like, oh god, right? <laughs> we really do need the post office to work. Holy shit, you know, like. But uh, yeah, yeah, deep cut there, deep pull, Louis DeJoy. If <laughs> everyone. <laughs> remembers that Dennis Miller yeah he looked like a guest (laughs) character yeah exactly Uh, so then after Newman shows up and has that exchange guy uh sorry I'm two two beats behind I'm working out my Dennis Miller impression (laughs) they uh say that they're gonna go um hang out at this party but then they were like oh man I don't want to drive blah 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 and then Elaine says like oh you could use my car service 
Yeah, so it's the it's the same driver, and he picks up uh, Jerry, George, and Kramer. Right. Uh, and he they're like telling him to stop somewhere, and he's like, "Ah, oh, what? I can't hear you. I've uh, yeah, you know, my ears are ringing so loud from going to this concert, Metallic something, Metallic, <laughs> yeah, Metallic something." And it was he was in the, he was so close to the speaker that his hearing is still badly damaged where he can't even hear, yeah. and he's. And to the point where, like, he's upset. He was, must have been great seats, but he's upset at the person <laughs> who, whoever gave me these seats. I'm livid. Yeah, and he's well. It was Elaine, and he assumes that it's like her getting, uh, like, playing a practical joke on him, or like, yeah, you know, being mean to him for giving her a hard time or something. Right. That he like she she pretended to be deaf and then he made her deaf mm-hmm. he made him she made him deaf excuse me uh and yeah it's like i don't i don't know it's it's a little bit right follow that train it's of a logic little clunky and also, do- <laughs> who doesn't know who metallica is in the year 1992 no shit it's great the hugest <laughs> band for a decade they're like fucking you too big at this point right like, yeah they're coming off the black album and enter Sandman. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. oh, and the actor doesn't sell it at all. He's yeah. like Metallica something. Yeah. Metalla mm-hmm. something. Yeah. <laughs> but then uh, Elaine gets in the car. Anyone yeah, right. Who that much knows who Metallica is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, Elaine gets in the car and then they quickly realize like, what? You're the girl that like tried to prank me earlier. Mm-hmm. Everybody out. Yeah, so yeah. they kick him out. Jerry winds up having to drive. Uh, and so George Kramer and Elaine and Jerry, they all get to the party late. Um, and uh, Kramer meets Laura. And, of course, his sign language is absolute trash. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? But um, why did they have to do it where she was seeing the she was lip reading then signing to Kramer? Like that's one more person playing telephone. Why didn't right. she just whisper to them? I agree. I agree. Right. Why did why did why didn't why did Kramer have to be away. the go between? Yeah. Like the, <laughs> that was the worst idea. Yeah, it's so dumb. I yeah. guess it's just to include Kramer. It's like again, it's like a game of telephone. Just inject more broad comedy for Kramer. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 It's fun. So um uh but first uh this guy Todd who you know, we meet him here. We're not going to meet him again. I'm assuming. No. Uh, he says he looked weirdly George. like George too. By the way, he looked like George bit. with hair. A little bit, basically. Yeah, and I, I was like, I see why these guys are friends. They look, they both look like little hobbity dudes. You know, it, 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 <laughs> like made sense that they would get along to me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, so, no. Yeah. Simpatico. Yeah. <laughs> so they're hanging out or like he's like talking about like oh yeah like I get like if like Gwen wants to like keep her distance and like dude I'll stand at the total other side of the party like don't yeah, worry about great me. Lengths. I would never betray your right. your her confidence in and, you. <laughs> but then he also says this weird thing but like also get as much dirt as you can from her. Yeah. <laughs> like if you want to spill the beans and talk about anything under the sun, don't please, please do. But Go don't get it. But but I'll be on the other side, not hearing any of it. But also get her to mention her social security number. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, so uh, then Gwen shows up and uh, 
and quickly George is like, come on, Laura, do your <laughs> he's like right. people and um <laughs> like, yeah, do your magic trick. Yeah. <laughs> Dance. <laughs> yeah. Basically, like wind her up and watch her go. Uh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> so right. Laura, Laura is signing, Kramer is interpreting, which again, we talked about it already, is weird. Why why add in the Kramer element if you can avoid it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's this confusion of um there uh George, Gwen and Todd are talking about cleaning up after the party. And he's like, Oh, I'm worried about uh, you know, having to clean up later. And she's like, Well, why don't you just uh why don't I just help you sweep? Why don't we sweep together? And like uh yeah, she thinks they this seems sleep. so clunky. Like I don't Usually, I love the like the Seinfeld writing, but this seems yes. so like just rudimentary. Like, really, mm-hmm. could we find the any plays other on words? words? Yeah, they didn't work. No, they they, they were unnatural. You wouldn't mm-hmm. say let's sweep together. Like, you wouldn't talk nonstop no, about the sweeping. I would, no, I would say you like sweep with me. You know, like yeah, yeah I would say like no, let's clean up. Or if you want me to help pick up afterwards, like that's fine. Like, but also like we get like pick up doesn't sound anything like sleep or whatever. Like, but it's like I don't know. But yeah, man, I feel like they really blew the uh the good one with six and sex. You know, right, right, right. Like they could have played. <laughs> they probably should have switched. There probably the was a, these. a yeah. whole day of like. What words sound like other words that we could get confused? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it. they're also probably hamstrung by the fact that they couldn't be like, oh, yeah, let's let's frock together or something. Right. You know? like, <laughs> like it was like a, <laughs> be a hard line in the sand. You know? like, <laughs> I would frock you. Hey, yeah. do you want to like panel me later? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to figure out what that means. How do you feel about insertions in the smainus? You know, like right. yeah. Like, do you want to have a butt luck? Have you ever tried gukake? Like what? Like what else? <laughs> right, right, right. This poor right. writer's room. Just like, <laughs> this is so, yeah. like a gimmick in search of a of a like actual acting. You know, right? Wordplay here. It's, <laughs> It feels like they had the gimmick before the wordplay instead of vice versa. I, yeah, mm-hmm. little little bit shoehorned. You yeah. Know? So then, um, he clearly uh, George like sees the uh, confusion, or he's like definitely like, oh, what? She says that they're gonna sleep together, and then he intervenes and goes like, I totally knew what everything you were talking about. And they're like, what? How? And he's like, I'm a lip reader. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, Kramer and Laura are signing back and forth, and Laura uh, smacks George in the eye somehow in this exchange. Right. I have no idea how. He it takes off his glasses. Later. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a little weird. Um, kind of a, a weird climax to this episode. Um, right. <laughs> and then we cut to uh, Kramer. Um, he's at the tennis uh, match, and uh, yeah, George, Jerry, and Elaine are sitting in the audience. They're watching the finals of the of the U.S. Open, and they're talking about uh, Monica Seles, which is right. crazy. I looked her up. Uh, nine Grand Slam titles. Uh, very, yeah, very huge tennis play- player. Yeah, definitely not like Anna Kornikova. Yeah, no. And when they cut to the the footage of 
the tennis, it's like, it's like such old footage. It's all blurry. <laughs> it's very stock footage. Is. Yeah. It's like, like, dude, is this, was this like Billy Jean King? Yeah. <laughs> this was definitely like the first tennis match ever. Was that Arthur Ashe? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They're like wearing like straw hats and like, you know, three piece suits. Yeah, the yeah, ball is covered in feathers. They're like, yeah, <laughs> the wood racket. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but this is like the first time we see Kramer. I feel like his his beautiful legs, and the, yes. he has big, thick, strong legs. Yeah. He looks great. Uh, in Kramer's definitely a big dude. I want to say he's like six five or whatever. At oh least. yeah. Oh yeah. He's a he's a tall glass of goofy. He is. Um <laughs> and. Uh, we, this is actually we. Uh, he's been an underwear model for Calvin Klein. Already. Oh right, yeah, yeah. So, so we do get to see the full uh, crane package and uh, right. all all its beautiful glory. What um, season was that? Yeah, I love that it. Was, that was last season. Yeah, right? oh, okay, season four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, Kramer is, uh, of course, working the line, uh, and then a ball uh, shanks the net, uh, and he goes for it, and he crashes into Monica Sellis, which is a uh, tackles her mm-hmm. yeah. basically like just dives head first into her like a <laughs> linebacker yeah it's um which apparently this was supposed supposed to be during monica Sellis's uh comeback right mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and i guess this was to show why like why a, you couldn't have a ball man because right. a man <laughs> right. took up too much space and would just barrel into women <laughs> at any moment so it was clearly that's why he didn't break the barrier <laughs> yeah it makes sense i mean in a weird way like yeah like if you don't want like an imposing man like that's gonna like you know body check a woman uh unintentionally no. was this episode um was this 92 or 93 that this came out 93 90 oh okay okay i was gonna say because she actually won the u.s open in 92 so it would have been yeah like, so like she's definitely she, she was the um, favorite famous right now yeah yeah oh yeah for sure for sure well, um, and also there was she they made Kramer the ball boy and he tried out like at the quarterfinal like he tried out at the beginning of the US Open. Oh no shit. How and he was then putting you in in the job final? in the yeah. middle of the tournament. <laughs> They're just like this guy is the Barishnikov of ball boys. We yeah. get him in. Like, His work must be seen by the world. Yeah. Look, when you have the Michael Jordan of ball boys, you don't sit him. You put yeah. it in the game. At the like, earliest they would be like, okay, we have like two US opens from now. You can do that one. Like right. we, we're all stocked up on ball boys like in this <laughs> tournament. Like <laughs> yeah. Like if you want to still sell popcorn, that's fine. You could do that. Like yeah. maybe he got know, in. At yeah. least maybe like uh I don't know, like he couldn't be a line judge though. Like I don't even think he knows like what tennis is. Mm-mm. No, I think he just saw that the you know the uniform was very active, and he saw like an opportunity to like be out in the sun, making a little bit of scratch. It yeah. feels very Kramer for a uh-huh. definitely. Know? Yeah, like Kramer is like it's not quite like Homer like in season eleven. But it's definitely like at that stage where it's like every episode, it's like what Kramer, like what's new wacky job that Kramer has? I don't well, know. Like it's we're gonna it, figure it out. 
It's different from Homer because it's serious canon that Kramer doesn't have a regular profession. He doesn't have a regular nine to five. Not yet. Like we don't know like where he gets his money, like quite. Mm -hmm. It's always like, yes, some sort of really rich quit, like a quick scheme type of thing. Like, or like he might have his like hand in like 11 different pots. He's the gig economy before it was definitely gig economy. Yeah. Mm hmm. But when he does this ball boy and he really slapsticks it up, like every grab, he does like a kind of a side somersault right. flip. Yes. Like, yes. Well, in the yeah. audition, they do that. They do that. It's almost like where they, they're like obviously speeding up the film, you know, like they used to do in like, right. um, like Keystone Cops movie. Like a Benny yeah. Hill thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very weird. Yeah. I feel like also like I would have loved to have seen like Yakety Sax on this. I don't know if they could have gotten that. Like, you know, that might have been a big pull. For the coaster song, Yakety Yak? Is that what you're talking No, not Yakety Yak. Yakety Sax. Oh, the Benny Hill music. Yeah, the Benny Hill music. Yeah. Yakety Yak. Don't talk back. Yeah, dude. I think um, I think Sweet Georgia Brown, the Globetrotter theme, would have worked great, too. There you go. Yeah. We can just talk about different music cues for this all day. (laughs) Holding out for a hero. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be good. But I definitely feel like, yeah, he was doing like some parkour moves like before parkour. Like he was like, uh (laughs) <laughs> and did they ever pay off the did the ice cream stuff ever come up again with george like like the, he never uh, brought it up later right really like and Just like assume. i mean elaine brings it up like there's definitely a lot of people that were like hey i i saw it like you know yeah like whole, jerry's parents called <laughs> they're like yeah, jerry's yeah, we parents saw that, we saw that fat <laughs> fuck on tv yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They called just to kind of yell that and then hang up. <laughs> All right, talk to you later. Yeah. Your friend's a disgusting slob. Bye. <laughs> like, Jesus. Had we seen a lot of Jerry's parents up till now in yes. the show? We, we want to say they're like in a dozen episodes at least by this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. They're established. Mm-hmm. They didn't show established. They were just on the, they, were, they, didn't, they just had him on the phone. I want to say, like, usually, like, if they're going to have a big guest star, like, you're not going to see like George's parents or his parents. Like it's, kind of crazy it's either like Newman's even in this episode. Right. Yeah. Who is Newman? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know they love Wayne Knight and he's great, but I mean, it's mm. kind of weird that they threw him into this episode considering they probably had to pay a lot for Marley. Right. Just for like one scene too. Like Newman's not in like a, pretty much the whole episode. It's just like that one little like, we know information they just well they they had to show that the whole town knew about this kind right, of deaf girl right. parlor trick That's he had surreal. and so newman was the best example that like yes. it's gotten everywhere even to the depths of shit town of yeah. course yeah <laughs> and uh, and i almost want to say like you know deplorable I, I bet they like probably i don't want to say but maybe they film a lot of Wayne episodes like t- together where they know like, oh, he's going to be in these three episodes. So we'll just get him like all at once and do his little scenes. Gang well, night. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that, you gang night it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess you save money on like his uh, his rate for, for right. not having to be there as often. Right. I like that you guys referred to him as Wayne Knight because I feel like through his whole career, everyone referred to him as Newman in yes. everything else he was in. We yeah. want to give the man some dignity. Yes. He's more than just the dude that <laughs> died in Jurassic Park. 
He's born. <laughs> he was also the villain in Toy Just Story. Just kidding. He's fucking Newman. Come on. I mean, yeah. He's <laughs> Newman. I want to also say he was um, the guy that saw uh, Sharon Stone's vagina in basically. Oh, yeah. Instinct. Yeah, that's true. That's his other. Oh, the sweaty, a- sweaty dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there a Seinfeld that he got really sweaty too? Yeah, no, dabbing himself. That's one of the film references that they do in the show, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Wow. Bring it back to the cultural references. (laughs) (laughs) So after, yeah, Kramer basically uh, tackles uh, Monica Sellis, um, we cut to uh, Marley Matlin or Laura. The episode with uh, with Laura getting in the chauffeur's car and she's like, Oh, I'm hard of hearing. And then he looks at her like, hey. Yeah. He's like, what? I'm not going to get pranked again. I feel like uh, plot wise, this works for me as a button, but it doesn't really elicit a laugh for me. Right. No. I think it's a little too like convenient or a little too like maybe like. Well, it's a little out of the blue. Like these, these are the two characters that haven't interacted with each other all episode. They don't know each other. In a weird way, too, though, like if you've watched any like amount of Seinfeld as we have, it feels like it's pretty telegraphed. Like, of course, yeah. this is the way they're going to do it. Right when she got in the car. Yeah. Yeah. It's like every Jay Leno joke on Tonight's show. You right. just know right where it's going to end up. Yeah. The only thing that I wouldn't like that I didn't see that I thought they were going to say is like one of them goes, like, It's not you, it's me. Mm-hmm. They didn't call that back, did yeah. they? <laughs> I mean, they called it back a couple of times, but they didn't do it a third time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I mean that might have that might have like solidified it a little more in my line, my mind, because it's such a it's such a like small minor moment where he just uh, goes in and he says, "Oh, hey, did, did you enjoy the U.S. Open?" And she's like, "Sorry, I'm hard of hearing," and then he gives shoots her a look. I mean, right. we could have. But it's only for the audience. It's one of those like dramatic ironies. It's like obviously Marley Matlin has no context of whatever this, you know, his his interactions with Elaine or anything. It's strictly for the audience only. Yeah. And then she had an illustrious career that, you know, I saw her on Law and Order. Right. Right. She was also in that uh, a couple of movies. What was it called? Um she like started in movies, yeah. Yeah, Dial M for Marley or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Marley and Me? <laughs> yeah, Marley and Me. I think that's what she was in. Yeah. Yep. Her and Owen Wilson. She played, a, <laughs> yeah, she played, played on the Florida Marlins. It was, uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 She played Bob Marley in a biopic. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she was great at that. She was awesome. <laughs> I shot the sheriff, but I'm also a deaf person. Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't hear anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then so after that uh, little button, we have uh, the stand up, and uh, he's basically talking about uh the whole motion of the the check move, like the waiter check move. I okay. Yeah. So I like I like this stand up, and it's fine. Um, I, I feel like he's done this in a previous episode. Hmm. Or maybe I've just watched possibly that like now all the all the lines are blurred for me and I can't right. back from pick. He might have talked oh. about waiters. I know that for a fact. Like um, or yeah. another move like the salute, or you know, I'm sure he's done other right. gestures right. as a bit. Yeah. That's 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think it's a strong bit. I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad one, but like, I, I don't know. I, I do connect with the uh, concept of it being a cool move, though. Like, I remember as yes. a kid, when you saw adults do the check thing, you were like, oh, one day when I pick up so a check, up. I'm going right. to do right. that. Remember that? I mean, I and, do like the move instead of like having him move. actually come over. You just like kind of, the, hey, hey. Yeah. Well, do you guys actually do a check move when you do that? Or do you just kind of look at him and go? I kind of look and go like, I just raise my hand. I don't really like do the whole like, like writing my well, signature like, in the air or whatever. You just like, like put your finger up or something. Then they think you like want something. Right. You're going to like flag them down for something. But if right. you do that, then they know like, oh, the, we'll just, we'll just bring that. And it makes their lives easier, think- presumably. Also, one time, I, a couple times, I've done like where I'll hold up my credit card too, and I'll be like, "Hey, oh, you see, it? that's I, kind of I'm a trying to move, pay though. for this." Yeah, right that's now. that's pretty asshole behavior. <laughs> yeah, that's like <laughs> that's like you've been in the kitchen for a half hour, and <laughs> we just saw you take my card now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I still tipped them twenty percent, so okay. <laughs> but I do think the the signing like. Like our kids aren't gonna know signing, no, any, you know, yeah. so th- that really right. won't exist. It'll be like, uh, it's Apple like, um, Pay. I have a, a couple of nieces and nephews that are like 12 and 15, and uh, I was doing the uh, rolling down the window hand motion, like the oh god, the, the crank, and they're like, oh, yeah, what are you talking about? And they literally rolled down their window and they're like, what does that mean? I'm like, it meant roll down your window. Like <laughs> we all we all held banana fingers up to our ears for telephones for our entire life. And no one right, first of no. all, no one ever held a phone like that. But yeah. all, like no one has any frame of reference for like well what that is. Yeah. I heard no. an improv too. It's like holding a gun, like nobody does the like finger point gun, like I'm gonna make a gun out of my hand no it's like hold with the, the thumb in the air too. right the thumb like, and the pointer is, finger it's like no that's also the level of like specificity that improv assholes focus on so yeah. it's like hold the gun like a real gun don't let the audience know that you're holding a gun just hold it like you would actually hold a gun you know there's not a real gun God. man i not hate this improv you. guy I know. yeah oh my god we need I, a suggestion 911. yeah exactly. dude i've had so much improv training from so many assholes <laughs> just, <laughs> just <end up. laughs> we need Asshole a character training. jerry seinfeld as a pedophile <laughs> what's the deal with all these kids they're so sexy um <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, yeah lonnie um okay so uh out of these two episodes that we have done for the week uh what is your favorite uh this one was my favorite yeah it's uh sure the i i got big laughs on just seeing him with the ice cream on his face how far they took that All right i love uh, that right jesus um i do feel that, like that was classic. on tv yeah it was it was so good um yeah this one just had had everything i want from from an this, episode this had so much going on uh, right. i have, I have yeah. as many notes on this episode as i do on the previous episode it just right last episode was it like, feels like it's like what we're talking about earlier with classic seinfeld where it's like all four characters are just so well like intertwined with each other like they're so like like everyone's actually have like 
a, right. a reaction that affects characters down the line and then we yes. tie it all together more or less. Right. I love um George um breaking up with the girl who's breaking up with him, like convincing right. her that it's his fault. It's that's so money. Newman all the relationship stuff. Really hilarious. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, and I don't... the lip reading confusion. A lot there's a lot of things that really, really work in this episode for me. Well, it's taking on like disabilities too. And right. uh, like that it's taken on some, and I actually don't usually like guest star episodes. I usually, I don't know. The guest star element can be tedious sometimes or forced. Right. I don't know. Like, right. Yeah. But right. Uh, this was kind of like one kind of pull you out of the realism where it's like, you kind of, you automatically know, like, especially with the audience when they like do a huge, like applause break, you're like, oh, okay, well, yeah, we know this is like, clearly like terry hatcher or whatever and it's like (laughs) oh yeah it doesn't really work like but with marley matlin like it's it's pretty close like they don't really like acknowledge like hey guys big guest star remember no and uh, and are we gonna see marley in future episodes like on the next episode is he still dating so that's it so i think does he just breaks up with yeah he just has like one date with every girl love him and leave him yeah usually like uh i don't want to say jerry has any girlfriend like more than two episodes there's um janine garofalo i think right and like she a couple episodes and then by the start of the following season they've dumped they've broken up yeah he dated a the virgin for i guess a couple episodes yeah it wasn't even consecutive episodes too no (laughs) it was like broken up and weird um there's uh does he date Lori laughlin for more than one episode (laughs) I don't think so. I don't think so. They all just get one. Wow. Yep. That's great. Yep. I think that was his whole like mantra. It was like, hey, I'm going to make a TV show about like how much pussy I get every episode. Like, yeah, that's my whole overall like arc is like how I'm getting a new girlfriend every episode. Like, but that's going to be cool. I bet he just like has has sex with them and they like think he's cool because he has this cool job and then he's like so do you care about superman and they're like no what's your favorite cereal yeah, exactly <laughs> well so. and he's a big comic right like yeah you oh. think at this point in the show he's yeah in the, in the, in the world of the show he's, he's already, like, yeah, successful right he's, he's already uh He's been he's on, already been show. on the Tonight Show twice. Letterman. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Letterman. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he, know, he has credits. He has plenty yeah. of good credits. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, they've already made a pilot for like NBC at this point. Like they. Oh already, wow. Like, okay. Um, yeah. This is it didn't, this is right it didn't get picked pilot. up, but they definitely like you know had a TV show. <laughs> yeah. Didn't Art is imitating life. Yet. Right. So stay tuned for that, loyal. <laughs> wow. Okay. We're gonna reel you in one way or another, bitches. Um, so yeah. So, so Lonnie, the other thing that we always like to ask our guests is uh what's been particularly sponge worthy for you this week in your life or in the episodes or uh anywhere else? Well, I went to Knott's Berry Farm this week. Oh and, how was that? Oh, yeah, I, I got because I moved here to Long Beach, it's right nearby. We got sure. the, the year membership. Nice. And uh, I told my that kid there. like $7. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got it during coronavirus. Yeah, it was just right. like, will you take this and we'll give you. Yeah. Right. And so, they'll um, give you like a metric ton of boysenberry jam. Yeah, exactly. So for me, um, I, you know, I, I had this uh, hernia surgery, so I've been uh, home for that. Um, 
and uh yeah i just been uh working on a lot of music all week uh busting out busting out the pedal board uh getting some time to uh shred some sweet riffage uh and it's been nice been really nice very very sponge worthy uh, recording stuff or uh writing or what's been your main focus uh there w- there was the opportunity since i was the only one home to record some vocals finally which is you oh, know the best. Always, always kind of a pain yeah you know you don't want to like alienate the people you live with um, uh and then yeah just like sort of uh going through my pedal board and like trying to finalize like what stuff's going to go on the board um also playing with this new uh amp simulator that i was telling lonnie about um and uh yeah 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 just generally like uh fucking around uh getting in the muck getting my hands dirty with all the all the music noise yeah good shit good shit daryl what's been sponge worthy in your Um, man started uh doing swing dancing again started getting back into that um you lead burying motherfucker. I know you got a job, you piece of shit. Talk about your new, new job, job. Daryl. Got a new job. Um, and swing dancing in the same week. Yeah. That's a, also, that's a uh, finalized my uh, audition for uh, the game show, too. So I'm going to be uh, filming a, a game show spot in April. Dude, everything's coming oh. up Daryl this week. Yeah, it's it's a good week. Also, it was my birthday yesterday. So Happy birthday, Daryl. Yeah, I, I just oh turned 40 years old, guys. Wait Whoa! Oh. This is the Wait best it. week of your your life. Will never get better than this week. I know. It's, this Enjoy. is the week. This is it. Yeah, you're uh, you're over the hill, as they say. I'm so. I'm definitely feeling it. I definitely am like, man, forty. As soon as I said forty out loud, I was like, yeah, I feel. Yep, yep, feel old. Yep, definitely feel old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Um, yeah. Wow. Well, happy birthday, man. Congrats on the new job. Uh, hope everything goes well with the game show and, um, you know, swing dancing is for nutsacks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again, Lonnie, for showing up. Uh, it's this been a fun. great week of podcasting. Um, yeah, thanks yeah, for coming always, on, man. Love always it. a pleasure. I, yeah, I, I uh, really had fun. So let's hang out in real me. life sometime. Absolutely. Yeah, we can get some drinks. We can go get some funnel cake at right. uh, Knott's. Right. right. Yes. Love it. Um, <laughs> but before we do all of that, Lonnie, would you please give people your uh, social media handles one more time? Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, I'm on Instagram, Lonnie Comedy, Lonnie, L-O-N-N-I-E underscore comedy. Yeah. Nice. Good shit. You guys know what to do with us. Like, comment, subscribe, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And of course... Please, guys, keep it spongeworthy. So you think you're spongeworthy? She said I wasn't spongeworthy. Yes, I think I'm spongeworthy. I think I'm very spongeworthy. Spongeworthy? The Spongeworthy Podcast. Spongeworthy.